Hello and welcome to Interactive Distractions, episode number 452. My name is Chris Fericchio and I'm here with Jason A. Stryker. Hi, I'm Jason. And Travis Palm. Oh, hello. Just <laughs> the three of us today. today uh, Jeff had some things he had to do. It is the holiday season after all. Everybody's pretty busy. Um, but uh, miss you, Jeff. It is Christmas Eve Eve. He's um, playing Baldur's Gate. <laughs> he's playing Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I think he is actually. He's he's in the Underdark right now. I yep. know exactly what he's doing. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it's been it's been uh, uh, a couple weeks since I've been on the show, so I'm looking forward to talking to you guys again. Uh, but real quick, let's see how things are going. Travis, what's up, dude? Hey, nothing much. I uh, yeah, I'm not going to be a downer on this show. My dog has been in the yeah. pet hospital all week long, yeah. um, but we got her out. We're, How's she doing? Yeah, she's great. She's doing great now. Good, we're, good. we're 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 two or three days out of her uh, being uh, out of the hospital. We had to bring her back. There was something that was kind of freaking us out a little bit. We had to bring her back one night. They gave us a little bit of extra medicine. It seems to be working, and I think that we are in the clear of this pancreatitis mess with our mm. with our little puppy dog. So glad to hear uh, that. Yeah, first, yeah, man. First time I had pancreatitis, I was in the hospital for two weeks. That shit is no joke. It sucks. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's it can be pretty brutal. We had to keep reminding ourselves that you know this is something that humans can get quite often, mm-hmm. and. Uh, this is a multi-week recovery process for us. So, you know, it, we need to be more patient when we take her home and she's not yep. feeling well. And I think that second visit, even though we had legitimate reasons, like there were specific instructions. If your dog does this, you take her butt right back to the vet hospital. So we did that. We, we, we listened to their, to their directions. Ironically, we get there on that second visit and uh, they're like, Honestly, we can probably be more patient with this. And it's like your instructions literally said, like, yeah. if she throws up on this medicine, right here, take her to the right here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, you get there and they're like, yeah, seems like an overreaction, maybe, possibly. And I'm like, directions. I follow them. I try to at least. You guys um, said- but it's. When when it has when it has some when it when there's a life involved, yes, follow the fucking directions. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, she's doing she's doing really really well. Still <laughs> watching over her. So I think that we're going to pass on driving to family Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving. Not a, Christmas. I mean Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Um, it's uh, not not a huge loss. I, we get to chill out. It's it's fine. No hassle. Sense, man. I think it makes sense. Yeah, no hassle, no driving, and we just want to make sure that she's good. Just not quite ready to leave her alone, but uh, that's pretty much all that's going on in my neck of the woods, man. Just things are getting better with her health and feeling pretty good about it. Jason, what's up, man? Uh, not too terribly much. The uh, in-laws got here a couple days ago. Uh, we're chilling. Uh, we're getting ready for uh, festivities, which is the Christmas season, mm-hmm. and that's really about it. Uh, we're still wrapping presents. <laughs> that's, <Maybe>. that's enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, getting rid of Christmas, getting getting ready for Christmas. That's yeah. enough. Like we just got decorations up like a week or two ago. Uh, so yeah, we've we've got presents to wrap, and uh, that's that's an undertaking. So, but I don't know. Being in there, chilling. Are you guys doing cool Christmas with the thing. Christmas? Are you guys cool with the holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, yeah. that whole block? Y'all dig it? Y'all dig the holidays, or is it something? Yeah, that's for the kind most of like part, a hassle. For the most part, like the past couple of years, yeah. I've been kind of depressed, so it's like mm-hmm. 
yeah, it 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 grates on me a little bit. Uh, not well, mm-hmm. not in a bad way. Not like I'm annoyed by it, but it's like, shit. Here we go again. I gotta I gotta deal with this depression. This yeah, fucking, the seasonal yeah. depression. I yep. had that. I had it for about three months. Man, it was rough. Yeah, it, it was really rough. I uh, it, it's it's. I wish we had a core group of friends who also didn't have their family near who just got together every year for Christmas. Yeah. That's what I want. I want that friends Christmas and that yeah. we, we, we do have a friends giving group, but that group goes to their family during Christmas time. So, um, I, that's what I want. I want that group that, you know, if they have kids, you know, so be it, it's fine. But like anyone who just doesn't have their family who wants to congregate and get together for the holidays, that's what I'm looking for. Um, we don't really gel with Melissa's family that well. They're, they're fine. They're, yeah. they're nice people, but we just don't, they live far away and we have to drive there and we only see them twice a year. And it's just one of those things where it's, 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 it's more of an obligation sure. to like see grand, to, to see, to see grandparents more than anything, you know, just make sure we're staying in touch. Um, but other than that, it's uh, like we could just stay home and be kind of happy. But this year it was kind of getting to me. I was like, man, seeing pictures of everybody with their families yeah. and getting together. And I'm like, eh, it does kind of make me a little depressed to be boxed out a little bit. So maybe some changes coming into the next couple of holidays are are in Good. order you know what i mean to Good. make sure that we're uh no no staying in contact with people i think it's healthier yeah in the long run yeah totally Chris. yeah we think things have changed a bit for us over the past decade um you know once i lost my mom a lot mm-hmm. of stuff you know because when it was my family like everything was a big deal like the holidays were all big deal like thanksgiving was a big deal christmas eve was a big deal christmas is a big deal um, and you know, with everything that happened on that side of the family, now it's just us with, with my in-laws essentially. Um, so like this year we're doing, I, I always host Thanksgiving. So we did Thanksgiving here. Um, but it was, it was literally just us and then my in-laws and my brother-in-law and that was it. Like mm-hmm. my sister-in-law and her husband mm-hmm. and and their kids didn't come, and so hey, it was. Hey, Jason, was a group. Yo, I didn't. I didn't get that invite. Did you? No, no. I didn't, I'm gonna have to fact, check. I'm gonna have to check my spam <laughs> yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I'm um, sure they got lost. I kind of got a soft <laughs> invite. He 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 asked if I had any oh, plans yeah? for Thanksgiving. So yeah, I yeah. said yeah. Okay, well that's cool. That's okay. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You don't live nearby, Travis. Are you going to fly <laughs> five hours to do, <laughs> maybe to come hang out? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I would um, walk five hundred miles. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. I would walk 500 Stop. more. Stop now. I'm going to mute Chris, your ass. Just to be the man <laughs> who walked a thousand miles for you would fall down right at your door. Nice. Okay. Da da da. Da da da. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like this year uh, for Christmas, like tomorrow, Christmas Eve, we're going to my in law's house, mm-hmm. I think. And then Christmas Day, we're going to my brother in law's house. Um, but I think oh, wow. what I want to try and do next year is to Christmas Eve with friends and then Christmas with family mm-hmm. because like Christmas Eve was a big, it was a big thing mm-hmm. for, for my family. And like, it was, a, it was an evening thing and, and yep. whole family would get together, big meal, a lot of seafood on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, it was always late into the evening, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and we just haven't really done that since, uh, since my mom's passing. So you grew up Catholic. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes well, sense. That, that, yeah. it, it sounds exactly yeah, like it's, our traditions, our old school traditions when I was a kid. Well, yeah, it, it, it's more uh, more on the Italian side than the, than the Catholic side. For Right. For it'll, that makes sense, too. Yeah. So <laughs> well, that's, but, that's, pretty, uh, that's pretty rad, man. But yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, there was there was Disney last week. You did last do week. Disney. You did Disney. Do Disney. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, you had fun? It was, uh, I did. I did have yeah. fun. And I was really... Really, I'm really excited to say that I got to ride all three of the new attractions that I wanted to ride. Cool, and right. they were in three different parks. And that's how Disney fucking gets wow. you. It's like, you got to go to three different parks to yeah. ride the new shit. So, like, uh, so Monday we went to Hollywood Studios. So Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Um, and that was, that day was super stressful because... Um, the way rise works is like they, you have to, uh, you, if you can wait in line, mm-hmm. if you want, it's really long. Um, or you can buy passes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, <laughs> they only let you buy passes early if you, um, are in the resort. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like two days early. You get to buy your, no, no, no. You started it's, it's 7am. Oh, 7 so you have the early, no, but you yeah. do have the possible, you do have the ability as a resort guest to do your fast passes. If you want to do those paid fast passes, you can do them ahead of time. You can do them like two days ahead of time, okay, but you, you the, also get the, the magic. Half, you get the, you get the early morning the magic pass. hour. Yeah. yeah. The lightning pass. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The lightning pass was on sale for resort only resort stays only at 7am. That's the way it was described in the app. So we couldn't buy them because we weren't in a resort. So we had to wait until the park opens. Park opened at 9 a.m. At 9 a.m. I bought and the the earliest time they oh, had for the lightning pass was like 6.15 p.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was fucking yeah. nuts. And, and, and then like it was open for like an hour and then it shut down. And it was shut down until probably like 2.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I was like, if I, if I leave here and I don't get to work, ride Rise of the Resistance, <laughs> I'm going to be extremely pissed. I smell and, a class action lawsuit. I say get litigious. <laughs> no, get litigious, I, would, I, would, I would, I would have gone and asked for <laughs> either my Wednesday or my Friday passes to be turned into park hoppers just so I could come back and do Rise of the Resistance. Right. Sure. Yeah, but they, they wouldn't open that. back up. They wouldn't they have done that, by the way. Well, I would have, I would have asked them to. I don't know if they would have or not, but it, I would have asked them to. Um, but it did open back up, so I did get to do it, and it was it's amazing, fantastic. My daughter, who is anti rides mostly uh, most of the time, absolutely loved it, and more than mm-hmm. anything, it was because she got to sit and sit right behind that droid. Like R five is like great, yeah. right in. The, she's like sitting there, like interacting with the droid, and she just thought it was the coolest thing. Um, but man, what an experience that was. Like, I think what uh, it's, and they like, even just getting to the ride is part of the experience. Really the best part. Like it's, 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 it's the, it's the showpiece because there's just a scene where you're essentially like the way it breaks down without spoiling too much is that you are a bunch of rebels and you have to escape because the first order is coming to attack this base on the planet Batu. So you have a little pre-show where Ray comes up on a hologram and it's really cool looking. It looks just like you would be in a Star Wars movie. It It looks looks great. great, Yeah. Um, and she tells you that, you know, tells you the evacuation order is kind of setting up the story and then the doors open and you immediately walk outside. 
uh, the entire queue, almost the entire queue, like the back half of the queue, you're indoors in these caves and this, uh, you know, in this, this staging area for the, for, for the rebellion. And you get to the shuttle, the escape shuttle. So you hop in, they get you packed. There's an animatronic uh, Mon Calamari that's in there flying the ship. And they have windows, which are really LCD screens all around the ship. And then they, uh, you take off. <laughs> you take off, you get attacked, and then you get pulled in by, uh, into a Star Destroyer. Uh, through a tractor beam, and then the mm-hmm. door is open, and you're inside and you're a, Star in a Star Destroyer. Destroyer. Like, like, it's just what? amazing because <laughs> it's. I think what's 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 really cool about it is because you know you you know how these rides work. Yeah, you get into one of these rides, and it's got a lot of shaking and things yeah. like that. And the movie, but it's an elevator. Playing. It's an elevator moving you down. It's essentially an elevator, yeah. and but you don't <laughs> you don't realize that the elevator is moving because they're still doing all the ride shaking, shaking, and things yeah. like that. So you literally walk in, and and from from and the door, there's one scenery, and then the door opens up, and it's in, and you are on a star destroyer. It's an entire it's, entirely different scene, and, and it's, huge. it's it's yeah, massive. You walk in, and it's this big, huge room with like dozens of animatronic like first order troopers yeah, it's awesome and there's How a couple that are stepping in there was, like what did you feel like uh, that, I, honestly it was it was just kind of awe like right? I, it was it was really surprising just how smooth that whole transition went and mm-hmm. then i have to give props to the cast members that are mm-hmm. on they're all in that, character they're all in character yeah. so they're all first order officers and they get to be and mean to guests it's awesome they, they get to, and like there was they were just like you over here stand right here rebel scum and like that's it's the awesome. way they're talking to you yeah. and he's like and and what i thought what i this this got my son the most like my uh my my kid was cracking up at this but like every every group of uh, like 16 people. So four groups of four, like every, every group has their own cast member that is instructing them. So you're going to stand on the, on the, the orange three, or you're going to stand on this one. And when you get back inside, you're going to stand in the same color and number. And that's the way they kind of talk to you. And one of them, uh, the one that was with us, um, was like, I don't remember exactly what he said. Says, you're going to stand here and I'm going to judge you. (laughs) <laughs> That's what he said. And and there was this like this blonde girl that was working with another group that had just entered the room. So she was coming to get more people. And like I said out loud, I was like, we're judging you too. Imperial scum. And that's what I said. (laughs) And as she's walking by, she looks back at me. She says, nobody cares. I was like, oh, (laughs) God damn. This is great. (laughs) It's so So good, man. It's it's really like they do a really, really good job with that whole thing. But, uh, you know, just overall, the 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 entire experience is super cool. Um, And like the there's. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to spoil things, but the scenery of it is so good. Like there's one part where you literally are moving uh, between like the legs of, of like the big adats, the Mm -hmm. big Imperial walkers. And, uh, like there's a part where you go up and they, they lower their guns and they're firing at you. Like the shit is really cool. And they do Um, these weird optical illusions where it actually makes you feel like that there are blaster fire traveling above your head and around yeah. your head it's and they've really got like sparking and stuff like that yeah. like they do a really good job with it yeah, all. it's really cool it's really cool yeah that's, that's a rad ride man i'm glad you enjoyed it yeah uh but wednesday was epcot and we got to do guardians um guardians is fantastic it's a good ride it's a fan it's a great ride it's completely ruined space mountain for me yeah 
completely ruined it. I don't know if so, I can, I don't know if I can I, I can agree with that. <laughs> it's know, completely man. ruined Space Mountain for me. Um, but it's it's essentially like it's it's an outer space roller coaster ride in the dark, mostly with like a lot of lit scenery. But the 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 draw is that they've got like the music from the soundtrack of Guardians, and then there's banter that you're hearing mm-hmm. the whole time between the between the Guardians. Um, so that was, unfortunately when I wrote it, they had the audio for the music way too high. So I didn't mm. really get a chance to hear any of the banter. Yeah. Cause um, the story is really, really good in that one. Yeah. There's a lot of cool special effects. Yeah. I got to, I, I missed most of it because the music was just too loud. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, cause it's all coming out of the same speakers mm-hmm. in the seat. Um, but my son, we, we ended up doing a, uh, uh, a transfer. Um, so basically we did the, the, the virtual pass. And once we went back for the virtual pass, uh, we told them that my, my daughter wasn't going to write it. So I went on with link. And then, um, when we came back, he got to go again with crystal and they got to go through the, they got to go through the lightning lane. Um, but he said that during the his second ride, they got to hear, they heard all of the banter Hmm. and he was, you know, talking about how funny it was and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that okay. was really cool. I'm guessing your third ride is Pandora's Flight. At no, Animal Kingdom. No, okay. No, wow. no. Third ride was Tron yeah. at Magic Kingdom. That's right. Tron. Tron was yeah. fucking rad, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I have never had. I've never experienced a roller coaster like that before because the uh, if like the they they come out in pairs mm-hmm. uh well it's like it's like a, a train of like four or five pairs of the light cycles and the way you sit on the light cycles is like you get on like it's a light cycle mm-hmm. and you like to the point where your chest is against the the light cycle and then you grab the handlebars and you pull them back That's and right. there's a piece that kind of comes down and secures your back up against the thing Mm -hmm. and then there's these these like bars that come and secure where your legs are um so you are on a light cycle like it's really really fucking cool um and they put they put me and 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 link in the front so we were in in the very very front and the line uh while that you're in the line actually goes over the start Mm. of the ride so you see them all pull up and they stop and they pause so that you so the people in line can see them and then it literally goes like zero to 80 in like three seconds like it's super cool and the first the first thing you do is you actually exit to the essentially the entrance of the attraction and everybody that's waiting for the attraction can you see you like go up and around the the curve it's i like that super super cool um, and just like, like as soon as you walk in, you are immediately like transported into Tron. Like it's like everything is lit up really cool. And it's just, it's really, really neat awesome. and, uh, uh, highly, highly suggested, but, uh, they were easily, that was easily the three best things that we did. Um, I will say this though. And, uh, this is, this is something I did not know about. Um, so Epcot, uh, so Travis Epcot in or disneyland i don't know how disneyland separates things but do they have like the finding nemo aquarium no we don't have a big aquarium like that our nemo exhibit um are the submarines Mm -hmm. okay the old ten thousand leagues under the sea submarines it's a finding nemo ride now 
Okay. Well, mm-hmm. so Disney World, you still have the Finding Nemo, and I think it's a sim- it's a similar ride, but they also have like a full on aquarium within Disney mm-hmm. World. I yeah, I've been there. It's right? called the Deep or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Well, we found out that they have something called Magical Moments. And uh, basically what happened is, is uh, we were, my son and I were getting off of, um, uh, what's it called? The, the, God, what is it called? This, this, the space ride, the one that, that spins you around uh, mission space. Oh, mission, so we got you off, did that? Yeah, mission, yeah, we, we went out, we got off mission space. You didn't and, throw up? No. No? Okay. No, no, I've done that. A lot of people hurl on that ride. Yeah, a lot of people hurl. They've got bags like right in the front. And I I did it with my son. And I'm like, son, just in case you need it right here. Um, But and and I asked him, I was like, which one do you want to do? And they were like, this is the blue side. It's the easy side. And this is the orange side. He's like, we're going the orange side. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Let's go. Um, But yeah, we got off of Mission Space and we and, you know, we were meeting back up with uh, Crystal and Laura. And they were like, oh, we're fighting Nemo. We walked in and um, it was around 11 o'clock. So we're at the big aquarium area and they've got like some sharks in there and some rays and things like that. And we see a cast member come by and we're we're like, uh, we start asking her questions like, oh, how many, how many sharks do you have? Oh, the manatees, are they rescues? Like, cause they have manatees at Disney World, right? And they're rescues from like boat injuries and things like that. And as we're talking to her, she's like, do you guys want to, would you like to have a magical moment and go and see the, the, uh, you know, up top? What what goes on up top in That's the environment? Cool. And we're like, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So there's like the, a big there's a big pillar in the middle of the room, and they open up the door, and we go up the spiral staircase. And I literally walked in. I I was able to snap one picture before she said, "You can't do any photography back here." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, put my phone away." I'm like, "All right, cool." Um, and uh, but like they didn't have any. They like the dolphins weren't out yet, mm. but they had just finished up some things, and they were bringing the dolphins in to start uh kind of interacting with the people um mm-hmm. so we got to see them like uh practicing some of the tricks with the dolphins and things like that and uh we had conversations about uh like they also do like here at the georgia aquarium they do um you can do scuba diving with uh with some of the uh in in some of the tanks we mm-hmm. have one, jason and well you know you know her too our friend serena, yeah, serena. has done it mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I actually want to do too. I'm going to try and get certified, but they say they did it too at, at Disney world. It's like 200 something dollars to do it. Um, and, uh, so we, we were having conversations about that, but one of the things that they did that like, m- like my son said, this was the, his favorite part of the entire trip was one when they, they did this aquarium thing, mm-hmm. but, uh, they had brought some, they had brought two of the dolphins over and they were practicing their tricks. Right. And one of the tricks that, that they did is she tossed him a fish and she had the two dolphins swim by us and do the little fin wave as mm-hmm. they were walking, as they were going by. And my kids absolutely flipped out about that. That's they awesome. thought it was the coolest thing. It was a cool little um, moment. Yeah, it was just, it was super cool. And uh, never knew they did that, but uh, I asked her about it afterwards. She says, "Yeah, they're just they just tell us to find someone who's interested around eleven o'clock, and we do it like every twenty thirty minutes, and that's how we do it." I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm going to remember that's that cool. for next yeah. time." There you yeah. go. So super cool stuff. But yeah, Disney trip was great. Um, I, you know, mentioned the three rides, highly suggest all three of those rides. Um, if I had to rank them, I would probably put rise first and then probably Tron and then guardians guardians is still fantastic though. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it's great. Great time. 
but uh, sure. that's enough about that. Let's talk games. Like we haven't, we need to talk games. Yeah, it's a video game podcast, okay. right? I know it's a video game podcast. We just spent like a half an hour talking about Disney. I'm gonna have to put uh, chapters in the in the notes for like if you if you, you want to go straight <laughs> to the video ignore, game talk. Yeah, if you want to ignore Chris's <laughs> bullshit, just go here. <laughs> I will put that. I will put that in the show notes. Cool, uh, Travis. Why don't we start with you, man? What do you got this week? Hey, I play video games. Um, so I let's go Baldur's Three since that's the one that's been out the longest, oh, uh, yes. or at least the one we've been talking about the most. But I'm in Act Three. I did it. Hey, yeah, I good job! You, I sent you guys the screenshot yep. of uh, uh, the, the overwhelming the, amount of side quests. Yes, the the, the Act Three. Yes, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot of fog stuff. of war. The black yeah. fog of war with just the icons, and There's I took the screenshot, and I'm like, holy shit! City. Yeah, because like all of these, all these like coalesce into this. Yeah, city. all these stories. Everything, everything's there. all coming together. Yeah, and and then that's not counting the quest you pick up like it was like 14 right. <laughs> icons and then they were like yeah um so I mean, to be fair like a couple of those icons like there's one that, that there's a murder quest where it's like five icons on the map for that one mission True. So, yeah. mm-hmm. it's they're, they're, it's a little bit it's a little bit inflated but did you see um, what i said about the upper city though yes i did okay. I'm, I'm i'm mindful of that I'm, I'm kind of staying away from the main two plot lines because i have a, yeah. i figured those are going to push the story forward so i'm kind of doing all the side stuff but i i am enjoying it i do feel act three is like probably the most jankiest (laughs) like it it feels it feels like they they had less time to clean up the bugs right uh in in act three i feel i've I've Um, said this before like i I feel like the third act even though there's a shit ton of things to do i felt like it was rushed um it's yeah and I felt like they went more into like they they really wanted us to embrace like more of a sandbox mode for this. Like you just have the city, here are all your icons, go and dig. And you kind of basically have been doing that the entire game. But like like I said, like with this, like it, it felt like there was no I guess there is like forward progress because you do have those core stories, but there's yeah. something is off. I, I can't I can't pinpoint it. Like it doesn't feel there is something that it's a lack of polish, but compared to other games, like this is still the best, even though it does feel less polished. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I'm level 10, close to level 11, getting sneaking on that 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 max level, which is 12, right? 12, I believe mm-hmm. it's 12. Yeah. Um, and what, and what class are you again? What class so are you I, I again? went with the I went with the bard. Okay. okay. And then at level eight, sword sword bard, right? Yeah, college of swords, college okay. of swords. And I when I hit level eight. I was looking through the bard's movements and attacks and uh, future abilities and spells, and I was just like, I'm, I'm not feeling what what is coming after level eight. So I, I actually multiclassed into since I was College of Swords, I was multiclassed in a fighter so I can get those extra attacks, okay, um, and things like that, just to be more martial. So it's um, I have my my bard who is all jack of all trades, but really, really almost just as good as Lazel just not as high damage numbers. Um, but a really, really good fighter um, with many other capabilities. Lazel doing the heavy lifting. Um, and I have uh, my uh, Shadowheart as a life cleric doing a lot of the healing and some uh, summoning. And then Gale just melting things. All the things. Yeah, um, that's that that's kind of where I'm sitting at right now. And I think that's going to be my, my core group for the rest. I'm a little bummed out. It looks like I messed up romances. Um, I'm not sure what happened. Something happened in Act One around how you, there. How do you mess um, up a romance with Gale? Come on. So I think I think <laughs> you, you the can. Gale. I think, you absolutely can. <laughs> so I think the Gale stuff messed up my messed up my romance. So you get Wait, who are you trying to romance? I so Shadowheart. Okay. 
Um, mm. And but it got to a point where there in that conversation with Gail, where you're where he's like showing you the weed for the first time. I must have made a conversation. Now I strictly said we're friends at the end, but I must have made a comment that made the game think that I was going for Gail, even though mm. I told him no. I explicitly said no. We're just we're just going to be cool with fr- as friends. Um, after that conversation happened, Shadowheart still said, oh, I saw you over there talking to Gail. Looks like you and him are starting something up. And I'm like, no, I, sure. wait, what? Yeah. I turned him no, I, down. I, That's I, weird. I, yeah. I don't think that has any effect, actually. So I well, got those some I, dialogue options. I, but I've, I've never been able to. I, I talk to her every long rest, yep. every long rest. And I've done it for 70, 80 hours. And she's not giving me anything new. No romance options. Mm. Um, from what I read, the romance option should have started in Act 1 and it has not. Um, act act one right after the the goblins. the goblin camp yeah. yeah so after that party is the first opportunity that you've get you yeah. get with both Shadowheart and Lizelle yeah um, and that's when that's when that's when Shadowheart turned me down and said that I, I, mm. I saw you with Gale weird um and it's that like, is weird you didn't <laughs> like you saw us but and then and then from there and, and then it also I guess in that moment it also triggered my character to be homosexual because the entire game, anyone who, cause they eventually come on to you throughout the game as it goes on. And every single male, male character took their shot at me. <laughs> every male character shot that oh, shot. Wow. The fucking well, emperor shot his shot at me. Okay. Like, <laughs> no, and that's, I, that's not, that's, that's, that's not, that has nothing to do with you interacting with Gail. Like that happens anyway. From what I understand, that happens that like every every character will show interest at one point or another. To a certain degree. N- to a certain degree. Zero women. Zero women have except for Lazel. I think Lazel will sleep with anybody after the goblin camp. Sure. But oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but she's all about it. She's all about it. But it's like, yeah, it's something triggered and something messed it up. And I I've read, read online, like everybody like there's tons of people are having this issue. It's, it's super frustrating mm. and I'm shocked that there are not any patches for this specific problem. Um, so, you, so you can't fix her as much as we wanted to. So I am <laughs> at the final, I, I am at the final, um, the final boss fight of her final quest. Sure. So I'm kind of hoping that triggers something. And also I thought about going to a brothel and sleeping with a female prostitute to see if the game will kind of like trigger mm. that. Hey, like my character likes girls. <laughs> so like maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe the girls should start hitting on me too. Um, it, it, that was like probably was it the drought twins. It was the drought twins. I, did, okay. I didn't do it yet. I didn't do it yet. Um, Cause I, I was still, I, I had shadow heart in my party and I didn't want to sit here and like, you know, pay for a prostitute in front of the girl I'm trying to court. <laughs> Like it's just not going to work. Well, that's so. the thing. It's like if you're what. What's funny about that is if you're in a relationship with somebody, and you you approach the Drow twins, the Drow twins want them to interact as well. Oh shit! And oh. it depends on who you've got on whether or not they're into it. Um, <laughs> okay. Shadowheart starts out not into it, but after you get her second scene, then she's into it. It's okay. interesting. Yeah. Turn into a little freak. Yep. There we go. I think that. So, uh, so hey, real quick, uh, before yeah. before you move on, I know we, we talk about Baldur's Gate a lot on this show. Um, you were you were mentioning that you did Bard and you you did multi class with Fighter. Are you running a strength build? Are um, you running high strength? or Are you running high dex? So uh, high dex. High dex. Okay. But so, my strength my strength is not bad though. So 
uh and you know just just if you want to give it a shot if you're already high decks multi-classing as rogue is really fun I thought with a bard because if you do rogue thief because you already get a second attack as a bard right and then if you do mm. rogue thief you get a second bonus action so now you get four attacks bard does not as get a bard bard gets an extra attack sword yeah college of mm. swords gets an extra attack Mm. Yep. Oh, I mean, boy. like, okay, no, no, no. I, I, I see what you mean. We're, we're talking about different things when we say uh, an extra attack. Like, the fighter gives me, I do have the extra attack as a bard. I already have that unlocked in College of Oh, Sports. are you I doing like attack uh, twice? But I have. You're talking about action surge. Action surge that oh, allows okay. me to gotcha. attack four times. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. And then sometimes I can attack five times because I have like that sledgehammer move that pops up as a, um, as a, it's kind of, what do they call it? The, the orange action bonus action. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been great. I'm liking it. Like I, yeah. I, I, I want to finish it, uh, before game of the year, but it is really hard for a game That's... like this just to shoot through and finish it for, yeah. like, I think I've played enough to know where this is going to land on my list. Um, I would like to see it all the, the way second through. Act, the second act is the shortest act. So I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, that was definitely the shortest act. But uh, that is uh, that is Baldur's Gate. Uh, something that is new-ish with a game that we have talked about before recently, but we have Alan Wake. Um, so I jumped back into that because they released a new game plus. Um, I was interested um, because... A, companies are doing, developers are doing really cool things with New Game Plus now. They're being more ambitious, um, and I like that, and I want to see more of that. Um, But uh, Alan Wake is also the next in line to do this as well, and um, the promise from them is when you replay the game, you're going to get new manuscripts, uh, like final drafts of the manuscripts, which is really cool because this game is all about the story being rewritten, and when you pick up manuscripts, they're all written in scratch because they're the second draft. Um, But when you play this version, the manuscripts you get, they're actually finished. There are no handwriting annotations they're actually fully printed so that's kind of cool to see that that's cool yeah it is kind of cool um to see that change and then like you know intro and certain um voiceover uh lines are changed um for instance in the beginning of the game um alan's first words are talking about how this is a story how um you know you try to you know find hope and get out but it ends up that it's a horror story and no one gets out of a horror story yada 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 and then his intro his monologue in the beginning of new game plus is completely different and it completely oh. ties to the very end of the game like it pretty much much like where the end of the game happens new game plus happens and it's a cool transition um to to, to kind of see what they're trying to do with this story and how to make new game plus work within that um and it's pretty good i don't know if i'm ready to replay this game all the way through again um just trying to make that last mad dash for uh before game of the year um so i'm not going to play it that much i just kind of wanted to peek my head in and just see what they do. And then maybe yeah. like in six months, I'll do a new game plus proper and really see what like the, the final endings look like. I'm just not ready to go back into that game. Um, again, uh, let's see. So I was playing far cry six to kind of help with the ADD. Just give me a big map, a whole bunch of icons. Let me just point yeah, my, sure. uh, point my, my character in a direction and start doing things. I love yeah. it. Um, uh, so I stopped playing that game. Um, so last week I was looking at sales and I was like, man, what's a game that could like Far Cry is good, but like, I'm just, I need something similar, but different Far Cry is a couple of years old. I, I want something new. 
something current. Um, so I was like, oh, Dead, Dead Island 2. That's on my yeah. backlog. It came out early this year. Let's try it out. But I looked last week and it was 70 bucks. And I'm like, ah, I'm not, shit, ready to spend, really? not ready to spend 70 bucks on that game. No. I almost did it. I, I almost pulled the trigger mm-hmm. because I'm Travis. I almost, I almost did it anyway. Um, but I did But Travis added some willpower. And I, I exhibited patience. <laughs> I got a plus two okay. modifier. And then plus, I waited. A, okay. He and rolled high checked, on his willpower check. Yeah. <laughs> and then I checked back on Wednesday, and uh, and there was another it was sale. On sale. It was the nice. end of year sale, and it's on sale for forty one ninety nine. So okay. I'm like, there oh, you go. what a great! I would have been so angry. Oh man, this, this story right imagine. here, like, this story would have been would have been completely much different. different. Much <laughs> if different. If I no. if the I next day it was thirty fucking dollars off. Oh yeah, it was just a couple of days later, and the Wednesday deal swapped over, so it was pretty close. I really, I, I would have been furious. But I uh, finally got into Dead Island two, uh, eight hours in, seven hours in, and it is exactly what you want out yep. of it. If you played that Dead Island one, yeah, it's it's great, and I there's something about like a melee combat combat focused zombie game that's just like. It feels right when Especially done well. Especially one that's like so visceral, like it's so yeah. fucking realistic and just like gory at times. Like, oh shit, that was and nasty. That's a, and that's really a highlight. Yeah. The way the the way they do body deformation yeah. in this game and the gore. Um, they have these character models like multi layered. You have the skeletal layer, which is yeah. pretty common in video game development. But on top of that, they have like two levels of muscle and skin tissue. That you can damage and cut oh, through. Oh, wow. cut through. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's visceral, and it is one of the most impressive. Like when you do, like my main weapon is a mace, mm-hmm. and when you smack a zombie in the face, and when they turn around and their jaw is hanging in real time, like just hanging off their head, like it's it's sure. a it's a sight to behold for a zombie game. So they they knock that segment out of the park. Um, this game's clearly not going to do anything new. They Deep Silver was like, hey, look. We like Dead Island. We like what we did. People enjoyed it. People want more, and we're going to do that just in a new location. Um, it's cool that it's my home location. So it kind of like when you're looking at vistas, it's like I, I, I do kind of see this every day, and it's kind of fun. Um, but it's it's great. Like story wise, it's throwaway. Characters are throwaway. They force tongue in cheek comedy, that is which not what it's about. <laughs> it's not what it's about. It, it really it's isn't. About. It, yeah, it really isn't. But, <laughs> I'm enjoying I hope it's it. throwaway. That's what I want. I want throwaway with a yeah. game like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. Leveling my character up, getting stronger, getting new abilities. Um, mm-hmm. They have a cool leveling up system. Um, it's done by cards. So you can unlock or find in the world these little playing cards. And when you unlock them, you can use them to put on certain areas of your skill. So every time you level up, you get a new, uh, pretty much a new uh place to set a card and that card is going to give you a perk or some sort of passive or even a new ability or healing powers or something um, to help you out in the world and that will allow you to min max and create new builds that synergize based off of what weapons and fighting styles that you want like i already know that i'm going to be going like heavy weapon uh full blunt heavy weapons and um i'm already seeing cards that are falling to me that once i have this build set up i'll be able to synergize some really cool things with parrying and healing and uh blocking and taking a whole bunch of damage so it's they really did expand dead island in in that way um but the only problem the reason i'm not really blown away by anything in this game is that we have dying light 2 which practically does everything almost better 
almost everything better. Traversal's mm. better. I do like the combat a little bit better um, in uh, in Dying Light. Um, I like the zombies. I think the zombies are a little bit more fun in Dying Light, and even the story is a little bit more interesting, even though technically you can call it throwaway. Um, I do like it. They, they take itself a little bit more seriously, and it's easier to get immersed in Dying Light than it is in Dead Island, because Dead Island does feel like a, yeah, a really fun Shaun of the Dead level comedy gory horror movie type thing. Um, sure. And it's uh, it's pretty great. But other than that, that's kind of all that I'm playing, I think. I believe so. Jason, what are you playing, man? Every morning I wake up to my son nudging me going, can, can, we, can we play Lego Fortnite? Can we play Lego oh, Fortnite? Oh, fun. How as, is that? As, as soon How as he gets back that? from school, Lego Fortnite, can we play Lego Fortnite? Lego Fortnite is... The hit Your life in this house. It yeah. is my son's favorite game, as he's told me many, many times. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, we're having a good time with Lego Fortnite. We are playing in the creative mode, um, so there's no like survival aspects. You're not like fighting monsters. Yeah, uh, you're not worrying about hunger or anything like that, or temperature or any, anything. Um, what you're doing is you're you're pulling up blueprints um, uh, from your you know like sizable inventory. Because uh, you've got everything unlocked when you're in creative mode. Uh, but you can build a bungalow or a castle or, mm. you know, a bridge or just so many different things. Um, but they make it so fucking streamlined and easy mm-hmm. and satisfying uh, that it makes it super, super fun. Um, say with the bungalow or something like that, you start off with like a foundation and it's like, okay, this is step one of 27 or whatever. Um, so you, you know, pull up, uh, the menu to build shit and it'll tell you exactly the pieces that you need. You don't need to go and scroll mm. through and try and find that piece. It's like, you need four of these. Here's the four, go ahead and place them. And it, they fall down from the sky and it's really satisfying. It's really fun. Um, so you do that for, for each step and, and, and until it's done. And then, um, afterwards, like villagers will start to show up to, uh, your your village and uh you can tell them to do jobs and shit and it's just it's very fun it's it's very very cool and like i said my son is in love with it who is uh lego fortnite what is it who's the demographic for this are they going uh, for gamers of all ages or are I they really wanting to bring kids into the fortnite world um yeah i think it's both i uh you know the uh, the kid aspect, I, I, I think, can get along with uh, both the creative and the survival aspect uh, because it is uh, streamlined and, and pretty easy. You know, there's like uh, areas in which you can go, like in caves, uh, that there'll mm-hmm. be more monsters or, or whatever. So you can go out and seek those out with a group of people um, and take those on. Um, but otherwise, if you just want to build, that is there as well. That's awesome. So, um, they. Fortnite really kind of shifted their own paradigm overnight with this, these. This is like Fortnite 2.0 with, with Lego, with Rocket League, um, and with Rock Band being thrown yeah. in like all at the same time. Um, it's like they want to create almost like their, their, their Fortnite network of games. They're almost like they're become their it. own publisher. Like in their self-publishing it within their own game. Because yeah, all of this is in Fortnite, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, they're, they're it's from the Fortnite. Launcher, yeah. Fortnite is becoming a Roblox of shorts. Yeah, 
where it's it's more mm. of a platform and it's got other games within mm. it. I'm yeah. sure that was the plan. Like, from, like as soon as they you know came out with the battle royale, I was telling Griffin about this. It's like, did you know that Fortnite actually wasn't a battle royale <laughs> when it first came out? He's like, what? It was it was tower defense, right? Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have the save the world mode where you fight against mm-hmm. zombies and shit, put out traps and and walls and stuff. And cool. yeah. yeah, Fortnite, the, the OG Fortnite was uh, vastly different than what very, we got today. <laughs> and totally. again, that changed almost overnight. It did like that. That just changed, and we got what we got. So it's a yeah, it's interesting. That's really cool that you're mm-hmm. getting but, a shot to look into th- that. This is honestly the best Lego game that I played, and it's not even oh, wow. Lego. This is yeah, wow. It's it's, it's really good. I'm I'm very surprised. <laughs> is it is it like is it still free like fortnite yeah. is free right yeah, so, it's, it's, still it's free. Like the, so you're buying battle passes and stuff and you can buy um you can so this is the cool thing like you can buy cosmetics um say that you buy like a, uh, a specific cosmetic for like john wick or something i don't know if this is exact but um you'll also get the lego version of that um, oh cool uh oh that's really neat yeah, and they've got their own emotes and everything. It's like a whole new ecosystem, but it's it's still like tied into um the original yeah base Fortnite, as it were. It's wow. it's neat. Really impressive. Yeah, it's I'm I'm surprised and yeah, impressed. Mm-hmm. How about Chris? Good stuff. How about me? Uh so while we were in Florida, I mostly just did what I could to get finish up uh uh Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. So I finished that up. Um, didn't take long. It was about 15, somewhere between 15 about and 15, hours. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. like 15, 18. Yeah. If, if you do a lot of exploring like I usually do, it, you can get close to 20, but it's not going to take you longer than that. Um, it, was, it was a fun ride. You know, I ended up uh, getting a few characters up to level 30. It's funny, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about Sea of Stars, and I, since I've never played Mario RPG as soon as I started playing it again, there's just so many like little things that they, that, that you can tell were, Inspiration, you know, I don't know if they originated within super Mario RPG, but there's, there's definitely little pieces like, um, just, just the way you level up the way that the attacks go and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So oh, that um, was kind of like my, my first question to you was kind of along those lines. Um, this is a, this is a game where, around the time where this game came out, when you're re-releasing it, I, I, I feel like there are tons of quality of life um, uh, features that needed to be added to a game that's this old. So does this feel like a complete reskin under an old system for a game that came out in like 95? Or did it does it feel like they kind of built it from the ground up and modernized controls, modernized features, or does it feel old? It doesn't. It doesn't feel old. Good. It doesn't okay. feel old. I'll say it that way. But I mean, I don't think they did a ton um, as far as like modernizing features, but there's right. certainly uh, auto saving now. There's fast okay. travel. There's things That's like kind that. Of, okay, perfect. That's um, exactly what I was talking <clears throat> about. Okay. Yeah. So they, they did. They did a lot of things to clean that up. Um, I, I will say that as soon as I got Peach, um, like everything just became easy. Uh, like she is. Um, like to say she's she's a healer is an understatement <laughs> and and like like this is probably one of the biggest problems that I have with this game um the special moves are like the the magic that you get 
for the like for instance mario firing like throwing fireballs and shit like that it all feels very pointless because if you can if you can time your button presses your attacks do so much Way better mm-hmm. than anything that you could do except for uh what's his name the cloud dude i can't remember his name but they're like he's got like lightning magic and that is really effective against some things um but like for mario it's like i never used this i use this fireball like three or four times uh through the whole game i use jump like twice but you know the way that they do it is if you time it just right not only do you do extra damage to the dude you're attacking it also does splash damage to all the rest of the enemies okay so that's new that's new is that new that is yeah the splash okay Yeah, so if you time it right, and I and I got to the point like you know the one the biggest probably the biggest change the biggest difference between the timing with uh, Sea of Stars and the timing with Mario is the timing on Sea of Stars was very character based, um, right. whereas the timing with Mario RPG mm-hmm. was character based but also weapon based because mm-hmm. if you changed weapons you changed timing, mm-hmm. um, but. I I really didn't feel like I was using anybody's magic except for the cloud dude with some mm. of his lightning magic, and then Peach because Peach for healing yep. can literally heal everyone to max in in one shot, and and then she still does as much damage with her attack as everybody else. Like it it, it just it it just really feels like it's fun, but I'm not going to tell people to go out and buy it over something like sea of stars like oh yeah you're an rpg fan i i bought it because i had never played it like if you have never played it and you're curious and you would just want to have like a fun time with like a silly mario story Mm -hmm. it's it that's what it is it's a fun time with a silly mario story um but it's uh, you know uh, it it's uh (laughs) it's 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 pretty easy to blow through it and uh it's it's not going to uh it's not going to wow you very much. Um, but if you're a fan of the original or if you never played the original, you can find it for cheaper than full price. Check yeah. It out, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I went into kind of this funk. Uh, I was, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to play next. Mm. Um, I kept trying to play, uh, Starfield and I just cannot get into that game. I'm really having a lot of trouble getting into that game. That's, that's shocking. Seeing as how, how much you love Fallout. N- no, um, because because uh, I I actually had this conversation with with uh, Jason yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think what I think with Fallout, what really got me was had a lot to do with the combat system. That's, like yeah. that's just made it for me. Like I don't I loved that. So that's it is fantastic. Fun. It is fun. So when I go into Starfield and it's just another first person shooter, mm-hmm. it's very uninteresting. Um so I and I don't know if that changes, but right now I'm in like the first like big uh like human station and I've got quests to go talk to different people and and find a job and things like that. So I'm I'm trying to push through some of that, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It all it just it it all like as I play it, there's so many little things that I feel like are um, missing. Like when you when you, for instance, for the first time I got into space battle, um, I saw I was trying to fly towards my next objective and just fly there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, 
and you can't do that. No, you no. can't just fly to your next objective. Yeah, because everything's, everything's you're too far. You're all in a you're like if you're when you're in like a space battle, you're in like a self-contained mm-hmm. sphere of space, space, mm-hmm. right? And then you have to say, "This is my next spot. Go there." And then it goes there. So, like that that it's, took something away from it for me. And something it's so let's be real, it's massively uninspiring. But that's the thing, and that's exactly what I said to Jason yesterday. It, it just feels very average. Like it's yeah. it's not wowing me, but it's certainly not a disappointment. Really, I mean, I, I guess in some ways it is, but like I I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. But it's just not it's not grabbing me. Um, and then I was I you know there's you were talking about the God of War DLC, and I know Final Fantasy got some DLC, and it's like, just having trouble going after some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was just fucking around on the the Switch store the other day, and I saw Sword of the Vagrant, which is uh, just a little game. It looks it looks very Vanillaware. Vanillaware, yeah. When it looks very Vanillaware. That's good. It is not Vanillaware. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's that, not good. <laughs> let me make that completely clear. It's because because you'll see, like I we were we were just talking about it uh, a little bit beforehand on Steam. It's just called The Vagrant, mm-hmm. and so I looked up Sword of the Vagrant and doesn't show up. So on Steam, it's less than a dollar. Go get it. It's worth cents. It's it's definitely worth that. Uh, but if you look at like the reviews on Steam, there's a lot of people discussing like Vanillaware, and that's all the art. That's what it's about when they when they're talking about the comparisons to the Vanillaware. It's very much about the art. There's not a, as much animation as what you see in Vanillaware stuff, and it is not a Vanillaware game. Like it does not play that well. Like as someone who played through Own Sphere, played through Muramasa, played through Dragon's Crown, like it is not that good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad game, but it is not as good as a Vanillaware game. Right. Um. It is fun though. Uh, I've put probably about 10 hours into it. Um, it's uh, it's very map driven. Uh, so like there's different areas that you can get to. Uh, it's not, uh, I say it's map driven because it's not a Metroidvania. A Metroidvania is here's the map, go and get a particular item that opens up this other part of the map and you kind of do backtracking and things like that. This mm-hmm. doesn't do that. You go through this section of the map and then it opens up this section of the map and then it opens up this. It's just, it's a progression. Mm-hmm. So there's not like backtracking and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's pretty linear overall. Um, the combat's fun. Uh, it's not as tight as I feel like it should be. Um, it feels like some of the combos come out very sluggishly, and I end up missing uh, heavy attacks because either there's like a pause after you mi- after you land a hit or something yeah. like that, um, and you and you don't get the button timing correct. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, it, 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 overall, it is competent. It just feels mm-hmm. it feels a little bit sluggish. It doesn't feel as 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 tight as it should be. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, I'm looking at the the artwork and looking at some it's fantastic. No, it's got a great and, style. Looks yeah. good. And as I said, it's it, on Steam right now. It's less than a dollar. Just go fucking buy it. Like it doesn't. It's worth that for sure. Yeah. I I paid five bucks for it on Steam and I on, on Switch and I certainly have gotten my money's worth. I've I've put more than ten hours into it and I'm still playing it. Like it is. Still a fun game. I'm just making sure that people understand you, you're not going to go into this and and get a, a combat system like Muramasa. So don't think that's what you're getting. Um, but the story is really interesting. Like the uh, the character Vivian is, uh, it it's 
Ugh, it's rough. Like it, she's she's got it bad. She's got it rough right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's boobs, so it, Oh my god. She does. She does. Uh, it's uh, and she and she's got assless chaps. So there's that. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, the my my biggest problem with it is the platforming because it's oh. it's bad. It's bad. Oh, that's, um, that's kind of a deal there's not a me. ton of it. It's there's not a ton of it, but there are certain there are certain uh, screens boards in the maps that have like a verticality to them, mm-hmm. and and that's where things kind of fall apart. Uh, the, the you know you have to open up uh, double jump and you have to open up uh, dodging and things like that on like the mm-hmm. ability screen. So make sure you do that first. Uh, but like it just it's again it's like it's it's all it's all very sluggish like the if you're not dashing your jumps don't go very far um so you know keep a lot of that in mind mm. um but uh, i i don't i don't know how far through the game i'm at i think i'm, a, I'm i think i'm a little bit more than halfway through um but uh you know i i'm i'm kind of i'm doing a little bit of nitpicking here overall it's still been very fun to play and yeah. it's taken up uh, a lot of my time the past few days yeah especially um, for a five dollar or one dollar yeah game. absolutely yeah. or or 80 cents if yeah. you get it on steam <laughs> um but yeah certainly certainly check it out uh it's it's definitely worth what what it, what they're asking for right now um but uh yeah that's it and then i just cool. picked up I just picked up armor oh, core. Sure. Oh, so look at it. Look I'm gonna I'm gonna get man. get into that a bit over the next few days. I got uh, I got next week off, so I'm excited um, for it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I've I've heard it's pretty difficult, but uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's not too and bad. That is that is it for me. So let's talk some news, and I'm gonna throw it over to Travis for yeah. that. Well, uh, that that's really gonna be one story boys one yeah. story there's some things going on but really not uh, any humongous news um aside from what has happened with insomniac games uh recently for those uh, we're probably the last podcast to actually talk about it by now but if you are uninitiated <laughs> essentially the, the the long story short is some hackers uh found a way to um basically steal a whole bunch of information videos documents emails um about uh, a plethora of games and um, corporate strategy, things that are going on um, behind the scenes in their company, and as well as, which is the biggest part of it, um, tons and tons of information and video and photo content of uh, the Wolverine game was uh, was was leaked onto the interwebs, including the entire story. Apparently, I it's am... it's it's a it's a it's a brief synopsis. What I've heard, um, I did not read it. Um, My stance is... I'm avoiding all of this stuff. If it crosses my path and I can't help it, it's there. So I have seen some videos. You have a TikTok account and you search for video game stuff, you're eventually going to have that hit your algorithm. So um, before it it was even news, it was on my feed. Um, So I saw it. I I saw like a a, a full-blown one-minute and it looked near final and it looks great. There are things to be excited about. Um, it made hear me, it's very it made me, ish. It made me more hype for the game <laughs> to be yeah. honest with you. It made me want the game now. So I think this will help. I think come release time, this will be uh, an afterthought 
I think this is going to generate some hype because I think the game looks fantastic. No, yeah, I, I, um, as, as far as like the, as far as like Wolverine goes, like I don't disagree with you there. Right. Like my my concern is more about the the personal data that was leaked, and that's the, the real employees, point. and that's the real. Because that's yeah. That is yeah. I mean, that's that's bullshit. harsh. Like, yeah. I, and you know that that Insomniac is going to have to pay for, um, you know, uh, what do they call it? Like LifeLock or something like that. The stuff that protects your uh, your personal identity and things mm-hmm. like that. So all that all that insurance, you know, that Insomniac's going to have to pay up pay up for that shit. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And, and that's going to be all that does is is mess up their budgeting for games. Like that's a yeah, big impact, you know. Um, and then what is going to be the effect? Because this now we know, right. They just, they just, uh, released all this information and we now know that there's an even bigger Marvel contract with them for like other X-Men games. And like, what is that going to, how is this going to affect that? Like Marvel could just say, nope, we're pulling out now. Right, you know? and and it it very well could affect that. They could see it as a breach of trust, um, mm-hmm. and that is something that can legally be uh, uh, warranting of a you know dissolving a contract. So, um, yeah, it's dangerous stuff. It could it could it could affect them negatively and stuff like that. But in terms of the game, I think I I see people online who are generally pretty hyped and excited <laughs> way more than what they were, which is good. Um, yeah. But the fact that this was stolen, this is private information. I mean, this is something in other industries, even, even to people personally, like we've seen a whole bunch of iCloud, um, uh, like people's nudes have been leaked, like private photos and stuff like that. And there, there is a, there is a, uh, a line that I'm willing to cross that I'm not willing to cross in situations like this. Um, I'm not a huge fan of stolen information as long as what is going on is legal, ethical, moral. Um, As long as it's within those standards, I want to respect Insomniac games. Like, I'm not... If I thought... Like I'm a I'm a guy biologically for my taste. I like girls. I like good looking girls. There are a lot of celebrities I like. There are a lot of celebrities who have been attacked and their stuff hacked and put on the internet. I refuse to look at that stuff because it is not it's not right. It's not meant for us. This information is not meant for us. Insomniac Games has something special on their hands. Clearly, with Wolverine, they feel it in their bones, and they wanted to unveil it under their own terms. Yeah, Creatively, this affects them, and this is really, really depressing. When yep. they've put a lot of time and effort into making this game, um, I, I'm less worried about the corporation itself, um, but I, I think, I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, I think they're going to yeah. be okay. Yeah, they'll be all right. Yeah, I think they're going to be okay. But um, before I uh, pass on to you guys to have any uh, other further uh, comments, uh, a few days after the incident happened and it went public, um, Insomniac did go on to their social media accounts and release a uh, quick um, a quick little word. And I'm going to read the whole thing for you real quick. Oh, so yeah, just, I haven't heard this yet. Yeah, it says, thank you for the outpouring of compassion and unwavering support. It's deeply appreciated. We're both saddened and angered about the recent criminal cyber attack on our studio and yeah. the emotional toll it's taken on our development team. We have focused inwardly for the last several days to support each other. We are aware that the stolen data includes personal information belonging to our employees, former employees, and independent contracts. That's such a big deal. Yeah, um, 
It also includes early development details about Marvel's Wolverine for PlayStation 5. We continue working quickly to determine what data was impacted. The experience has been extremely distressing for us. We want everyone to enjoy the games we develop as intended and as our players deserve. However, like Logan, Insomniac is resilient. Marvel's Wolverine continues as planned. The game is in early production and will no doubt greatly evolve throughout development, as do our plans. While we appreciate everyone's enthusiasm, we will share official information about Marvel's Wolverine when the time is right. And on behalf of everyone at Insomniac, thank you for your ongoing support in this challenging time. Uh, really great response. Um, open and door shut. My favorite part, I would say, I love that they specify that this is a criminal attack. I yes, love that. that was, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. It, it is. Yeah. It was blackmail. <clears throat> yeah, they wanted money and Insomniac didn't pay up, so they put it out, which mm-hmm. which, which actually makes me a little fearful for um, like subsequent attacks. Not, not necessarily right. not them, but like other companies. Sure. Um, and for the most part, uh, you know, when, when something like this happens, they're just releasing, um, you know, company information and, and not mm-hmm. personal information. Um, so it's like, shit, are they going to call my bluff or, or, or not, uh, or are they even bluffing in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it worries me that, yeah, more personal information might get out there in the hands of fucking uh, everybody, which fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, absolutely. I think that this is probably, I don't know. I mean, this isn't like a, there are personal information out there. So this isn't like as big as the Experian links, uh, leaks from, what, what sure. was that, like five years ago, four years ago? We're exp- I, I mean, so much information. There's way more personal information out there from that leak versus like what uh, Insomniac is, is is seeing and stuff like that. But right, like, this but, is nothing but new. Insomniac can be targets, like personal. Oh, for sure. They, they can be targets of, of, you know, like a lot of vitriol, uh, mm-hmm. you know, people that want this specific shit in the game and Insomniac isn't delivering. So yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. They're mad yeah, that sorry. Eddie Brock w- uh, right. <laughs> was not their venom. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to steal everything that you have and yep. ruin your, and ruin your game. Um, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You never know who's out there, what bad actors are going to be out there doing all kinds of stuff and everything. So yeah, you're absolutely right. And especially in, in such an opinionated zeitgeist that we are in in video games right like there is so much passion whether it's misplaced or not for better or for worse that if someone has the ability and they're mad at the story of last of us 2 like i'm pretty sure that they will probably want to do something (laughs) like like it's it's it is it is scary stuff out there and uh it's 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 pretty immoral especially when you're affecting people that did nothing to you um I, there, there have been hacking stories in the past where I have uh, applauded the hacker, but like I said, in certain instances, no one's being abused. It's ethical. It's legal. There's nothing shady going on. So in this instance, yeah, none of their information should be out there. And it's, it's really unfortunate and hopefully people will do better. I agree. Put your power to fucking good. There's so much better shit that you can be doing. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, why me? are you messing with a an entertainment company? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's fucking some politicians out there need to be fucking brought to light. Like, yeah. let's, let's work or, on that. May I recommend therapy? Okay, <laughs> it helps. It's great. Go talk to somebody. Like, get a pat on the back. Get an attaboy. Mm. 
once you realize that you're not alone in this world, you're like, yeah, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hack uh, <laughs> Wells Fargo today. <laughs> right. Yeah. Deep anyway. thoughts by Travis Baum. Okay. <laughs> shit, go hack North Korea or something like that. <laughs> Figure out their shit. Like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> um, so, uh, is that a show, boys? Is that yeah, it? I believe so. Right. Uh, I think so. All oh, right. I don't have anything else. Do we What's have up, to, Jason? No, we had some uh, leftover stuff from last week. Actually, oh yeah, what what was it that you guys talked about last week? There's something that we needed to to bring up. So we we talked about we we're we we're um, bringing up our end of year like reviews, as it were, with each console and or well platform. Um, right. Let me see here. Um, and Jeff forgot to mention a couple people. I'm trying to find. Oh, damn so I've got uh, he he shows Evil highlights. Pirate John. Yeah, there we who's go. been yeah Evil Pirate John has been a uh, a long time listener since the very beginning of the show. Yeah. So uh, it's always good to hear from him. Um, uh, but he he had posted his uh, 2023 year in review for um, I think Xbox, Xbox and PlayStation. Um, yeah, Xbox and PlayStation. So it looks like Xbox. He had 121 hours on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, with 2,235 total gamer score added um, and 109 achievements. Um, so that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty and good. then 40, 43 hours on PlayStation. Um, and uh, I'm uh, playing four games on his PlayStation 5. John, wow. I need you to pump those numbers up, son. Those are rookie numbers. So uh, this is something you guys had talked about last last week. I didn't get to chime in on this. So I went and looked at my shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, I had eight hundred and sixty six hours on Sony PlayStation systems. Shit, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. What about I'm Steam? Did you do this? Oh, most so this, of that's Destiny. For sure. Uh, yes, half more than half of that is Destiny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the next highest is, is Baldur's Gate, obviously. Um, so Steam, I, I don't have my Steam one up, but if I remember correctly, it was uh, 200 and something hours on Steam. Um, the majority of that was Baldur's Gate. Uh, and then I've got a couple other things sprinkled in there. Um, and then for Xbox, I've got 90 hours on Xbox. Uh, okay. and, and that's uh, all Sea of Stars and Hi-Fi Rush. Um, with and a Starfield. little bit of and a little bit of Starfield dabbled, yeah. uh, I think mm-hmm. I, I think I only have like five or six hours on Starfield, but uh, but yeah, and and what was what was interesting is I had I, I did the Switch one too, and the Switch one is like really far behind because yeah, it didn't it didn't have anything on Mario RPG, and I started playing that like what three four weeks ago, mm. and there's nothing about it. So the latest game that it talks about is Super Mario Bros. Wonder, which I put 20 hours into. I don't so. think Nintendo cares. <laughs> I, <No. laughs> I don't think they care. No, I, no they I, don't. I think no, Xbox and PlayStation probably care about it a little bit more than anybody else, but like Nintendo just doesn't seem to give a shit. No, I don't. I, they're they're way behind on their networking. They don't need um, it. They just don't want to be the only. They don't want to be the only one without it. That's True. the that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Let me see if I can find. Uh, I'm looking for the year in review on Steam. I uh, just so I can look at it, but I'm not going to go searching. Yeah, I don't see it out right, like right off the top. So, not going to worry about that. But I definitely know that it was over over 200 hours, probably closer to 250, and a lot of that was Baldur's Gate. So, 
Um, Baldur's Gate has oh between PS5 and and Steam over 200 hours in Baldur's Gate. So, mm. Yeah, that's a lot of Baldur's Gate. It's a lot of Baldur's Gate. It's yeah. a lot of Baldur's Gate. It's a good game. It's a good game. It's I've a good heard show. a lot of people like it. Yeah, yeah. this was a good show. I like it. I like the show. Uh, and I hope you guys like the show too. If you did, please tell a few friends about us. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're, if you're on YouTube, drop us a like, a comment and a subscribe. We really appreciate it. It helps us a lot. We'd love that. Um, yes, we love that shit. Check out our link tree. You can go to interactive distractions.com and it'll take you there and uh, check us out on Patreon. If you want to help us out. Um, other than that, until next week, my name is Chris. I'm Jason. I'm Travis. Play your games and we'll talk to you next time.